Welcome back to the Stoicast with Max V. We are on week 25 of our Stoic adventure, How to Thrive in a World Out of Your Control. Week 25 is deal virtuously with frustrating people. The way we view other people's actions can affect how we feel and act toward them. Lynn found this out when she learned why her usually reliable co-worker Seth kept dropping the ball on shared projects, leaving Lynn with most of the work. When Lynn angrily confronted her colleague about slacking off, she learned that Seth was dealing with his mother's Alzheimer's disease, which had progressed to a point where his mother could no longer care for herself, and Seth was left as the main caregiver. This piece of information instantly transformed Lynn's anger to compassion. What kind of stoic practice could help this paradigm shift happen more frequently, especially those who we initially find frustrating? Our weekly quote, the Marcus Aurelius from his meditations. First, my relation towards men. We are made for one another. Second, what are men like in board, in bed, and so on? Above all, what principles do they hold binding, and how far does pride enter into their actual conduct? Third, if others are doing right, you have no call to feel sore. If wrong, it is not willful but comes of ignorance. Fourth, you are like others and often do wrong yourself. Even if you abstain from some forms of wrong, all the same you have the bent for wrongdoing through cowardice or desire for popularity or some other low motive keeping you from the wrong of the same kind. Fifth, you cannot even be sure if they are doing wrong, for many actions depend upon some secondary end. In short, one has much to learn before one can make sure and certain about another's actions. Sixth, when sorely provoked and out of patience, remember that man's life is but for a moment, a little while, and then we will all lie stretched in death. Seventh, men's actions, resting with them in their inner selves, cannot agitate us, but our own views regarding them. Get rid of these, let judgment forego its indignation, and therewith anger departs. Eighth, how much more unconscionable are our anger and vexation at the acts than the acts which make us angry and vexed? Ninth, kindness is invincible if only it is honest, not fawning or insincere. What can the most aggressive do if you keep persistently kind and as occasion offers, gently remonstrate and seize the moment when he is bent on mischief, for trying quietly to convert him to a better frame of mind. Then, point him gently to the general law of things, but avoid any touch of irony or fault-finding, and be affectionate and conciliatory in tone, not in schoolmaster style or to show off before others, but quietly in his own ear, even if others are standing by. Bear these nine heads in mind, gifts, as it were, of the nine muses, while you still live, before it's too late, begin to be a man. Be on your guard against flattering as well as against petulance. Both come of self-seeking and both do harm. Anger, like grief, is a mark of weakness. Both mean being wounded and wincing. Tenth and lastly, a gift, so please you from Apollo, leader of the choir. Not to expect the worthless to do wrong is idiocy. It is asking an impossibility. To allow them to wrong others and to claim exemption for yourself is graceless and tyrannical. This is a long list of advice, but we think entirely worth reflecting on as we enter a new phase in Stoic thinking. Marcus is reminding himself of a number of crucial Stoic guidelines that, if consistently applied, will make life not only more serene, but also more just. It's likely that people frequently irritated Marcus, as emperor, for all sorts of reasons. Over time, he would have accumulated a number of prompts to return to every time he found himself in a similar aggravating situation. Let's take a closer look at each piece of advice, since these, since these will also be helpful in us dealing with our own frustrations. 1. 
We are all members of the human population, here to help each other. Two, ask yourself why people do what they do, especially when they do wrong. Understanding their motivations goes a long way. Three, nobody does wrong on purpose. No one wishes to be considered a bad person. People make mistakes, sometimes horrible ones, but they think they are doing right. Four, don't feel superior to others. You are just as fallible as they are. Five, remember that you often don't have sufficient knowledge of other people's motivations or situations, so abstain from judgment. Six, keep in mind that you are mortal and that human life is brief. Whatever bothers you, it will not last long. Seven, what causes us to lose serenity is not what other people do, but our own opinions of what they do, and our opinions are within our power. Eight, often by being sore about things, we cause more damage to ourselves than those things caused damage to us in the first place. Nine, do your best to correct others, but gently and without irony, and for the right reasons, not just to show off. Ten, don't expect people not to do wrong because this is foolish, but do not allow them to hurt others. If it is in your power to stop them because that's your duty as a human being, then do so. What to do? Marcus has suggested ten different principles to remind yourself whenever you encounter frustrating people. Some of these ideas may resonate with you more than others. Review Marcus's suggestions, select up to three of them that resonate with you most, and note them down. This week we will ingrain these concepts by practicing them daily, either by explicitly reminding ourselves of them when we encounter a frustrating person, or by journaling about them at night. If you're ambitious, try both. Now, take some time to write out some implementation intentions that you will help you in the moment. Formulate what you'll quietly say to yourself when encountering frustrating people throughout the day and write them down. Each night, try to apply the principles that most resonate with you that frustrating people encountered with you earlier by journaling about them. Why do it? The Stoics believe that humans flourished best when they work together since we are by nature social creatures. However, this is easy to forget. When it does slip from our minds, we can easily get frustrated with certain people. The Stoics also held that our frustration isn't about objective fact of the world. There really is no such thing as a frustrating person. Instead, there are people who we tend to get frustrated with, and in the process that leads to our frustration, and all it's all in our own mind. The goal of this week's exercise is to internalize these Stoic principles, which will allow you to better interact with those around you. By holding these perspectives close at hand, you put yourself on the road to becoming a better person. Weekly Review Did you find applying these precepts helpful during your practice this week? How well did you remember to apply your chosen principles? If you didn't remember, is there anything you could have done differently? If you did, how did you find your emotions and reactions change in response to recalling and applying these principles, if at all? Take some time to reflect upon your practices this past week. That is the end of week 25. Week 25 is dealing virtuously with frustrating people. My personal review of this is, uh, yeah, I can associate with this. I deal with salespeople uh, and uh, various customers, and um, dealing with some of these people can be frustrating. Dealing virtuously with them is something that I am going to definitely try and do more of and practice because uh, dealing with them poorly creates a lot of frustration, a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, uh, a lot of rumination about 
the interaction and uh, how poorly things went or words that were exchanged. And if I can prevent these things from happening in the first place, I don't get those angry thoughts later, those ruminating thoughts of, of should have, could have, would have done things differently, or just generally being irritated about the situation to begin with. So reflecting upon these things is going to help me reduce these anxieties, and I will definitely deal virtuously with these frustrating people and try and maintain my serenity on a deeper level because these things are not going to change as the 10th and uh, last suggestion from Marcus Aurelius was uh, again a gift so please you from Apollo leader of the choir not to expect the worthless to do wrong is idiocy he's exactly right people are going to be morons there's nothing you can do to change that that's out of your control don't worry about it get on with your own life your own interests with that being said week 25 is done we will see you next week for week 26 which is going to be turn difficulties into opportunities until then stay stoic <laughs>